Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Easy Sports Podcast. It is Sunday, October 13th. Mm -hmm. Don't give me that look. (laughs) That is immediate sass. (laughs) Yeah, because you paused and you panicked and went to your computer after we just did the date like 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Anyway, we have a lot of good stuff to talk to you about uh, on today's episode. Mm -hmm. We have... um, LSU stomped Florida. Yeah. It was a fantastic. It was a really close game for a while, and then they just sort of pulled away. Yeah. Um, put their foot down in the Which gas. Which was about where I started watching, so I was like, nice. Nice. But I think with I that. I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I think with that, they've established themselves as legitimate contenders. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, Simone Biles is just crushing it on the world stage, uh, and she had an exciting achievement happen. Uh, what was that? Last night? A uh, few days ago. A few days ago. Um, so she had a really exciting achievement. We'll get to that. Kansas has a new offensive coordinator. Um, we've got a couple other things, some baseball to talk about as well. But first, let's you're talk about it. You're just going to make me relive this. Let's we talk- just talked about this for five minutes. You're going to make me relive it. Well, we've been talking about it for a lot longer than five minutes, but... We just recorded it for five minutes, then we yeah. had to scratch because you're unorganized. <laughs> Is that... Oh, okay. So I go to get food, yeah. and I'm the unorganized one. How does that make you organized? You walk down a few flights of stairs. Yeah. What were you doing in that time? Just watching some Downton Abbey. <laughs> oh, so it feels like this was a mutual forgetting. I disagree. <laughs> um, but anyway... Let, let's let's talk about what happened this weekend. No. <laughs> let's talk about the Georgia Bulldogs. No. Your favorite team. All right. All I'm going to preface football. this with this bet was never real. It was real. No, no, no. It wasn't because you do bits all the time. And you look at me and you're like, yeah, that's not real. And I go, ah, oh, yeah, I figured. Whatever. I didn't tell you and we move on. wasn't real, though. But we, I figured it was just a bit we were going to do, and it would be, like, funny and whatever. And then we would never talk about it again. And as soon as we cut, you went, yeah, we're doing that. Yeah. That's not fair. We called Josh. You agreed on the phone with Josh that it was a bet and that it was legitimate. Yeah. I don't recall that at all. It did happen. We did. I can conference him in right now. Let's not do that. You don't want him to confirm my story. Because he's just going to say whatever you say that's going to make me look bad. Listen, Michael agrees. And that's all that matters. (laughs) He nodded. He nodded. He agrees. Um, But anyway, Emma made a bet with me. That Not a bet. But on okay. the podcast, if you listened to it a couple of weeks ago, before college football started, that if Georgia didn't go undefeated through the regular season, she would get a lip tattoo. Now, through some conversations, she then agreed she didn't want the tattoo. We're, you know what? Your body. Totally respect that. You don't want a tattoo. <laughs> okay, Fine. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> well, I, I got you. Um, but we I like that you made that your choice, <laughs> even though it's my body. <laughs> so um, score one for the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we amended the bet. So now Josh it's, and so I. So now it's almost worse. Josh and I, we've given you a few alternatives. Uh, Yeah, one of which was run in the middle of somebody's wedding and scream and then leave. Would you like to tell them what you had to scream? I didn't remember it. Uh, We 
we said that she would have to run into a wedding while vows are being given out and God, scream at the top of her lungs. <laughs> I enact pre-minocta. <laughs> so if you don't know what that is, you Google can Google it. that one. Because um, it's not pleasant. It's not, it's not great. The other one was you could sign up for a talent show and sing a Skrillex <laughs> song from start to finish <laughs> of our choosing, of course. So yeah. um, they're only like six minutes. You don't have to worry about yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's the best. Um, so you got to sing an entire Skrillex song or the one that is going to happen. Uh, Josh and I are in the middle of planning Emma a big date. And the best part about this is we've found, well, a great outfit. I think you could agree. I disagree it's entirely. A, uh, it's a Crayola crayon costume uh yellow the color if you, in case you were curious or really need to paint a picture so it's a the dress, <laughs> really need to color it's a dress in a picture. <laughs> with like the crayon's tip is a hat oh. it's, it's pretty fantastic and it's not even like a slimming dress it's like just super frumpy and you look kind of gross <laughs> like so, i don't think that's flattering on anyone so she, she's gonna wear that to the date uh we've talked about things like her introducing herself as big m uh, uh <laughs> exclusively talking in the third person about Which herself. Which is one of my biggest pet peeves. Because uh, it's douchey. Slowly washing pennies oh, in, a, in a glass of water Which with no ice. gross. <laughs> and then leaving them as tip. Uh, we also talked about she's going to put cash on the table at the beginning of the dinner and just slowly pull away uh. dollar bills. Which is just cringy. What's worse about this is that I'm single. So we also... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the. I would say if you had, if you were dating someone, and he was able to play along with this. Like it would then make it'd be it funny. So much easier. Then it'd be funny. But now but we're I just roping a stranger <laughs> into this. Uh, Josh and I will obviously go. Uh, we won't be at the same table, but we're gonna go. Yeah. Um, Emma's only the one thing we have gotten basically padded out is that she has to order the soup, and she can eat it. In one of three ways. <laughs> she can order chips and dunk them in the soup and eat it that way. She can eat it with her hands. Or she can just pick the bowl up and drink it. I'd probably recommend that one. It'll be the less, least embarrassing. Out of... Oh, God. But we, uh, we've we also picked out the venue. It's an uh, Italian restaurant in Lawrence. I'm hoping you know which one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, no, I do. I'm very familiar. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, a, it's a favorite. Yeah, uh, one I, of mine. It, it's a favorite of yours. It's yeah. a favorite of mine. And I'll never be able to show my face there again. <laughs> <laughs> you can go. Uh, just wear sunglasses. Oh, we also found these super tiny sunglasses where oh, the like tiny, the shade tiny. is the size of your pupil, pretty much. <laughs> There's <laughs> no just, point to they're that. They're just terrible. <laughs> I mean, in every way, they're terrible. But uh, are you excited? Uh, no, I think it's safe to say. And I think everyone can tell based on how we're interacting right now that you're getting so much enjoyment out of this and I'm very close to hell. <laughs> this is like Dante's unknown circle <laughs> that I'm descending into right now. The 12th circle. <laughs> um, I yeah. think being your friend is the 13th. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I honestly, I think it's a great idea. I, Of course you I do. It was your idea. <laughs> but so we're, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We will absolutely take pictures and put them on the on oh the no we won't yeah we no, will we won't we will it's gonna be great don't worry um 
Moving on. And once we get all those details padded out, we will absolutely tell you guys. Moving on. Let's <laughs> talk about anything else. Okay. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen, just as a lesson, let's make better bets next time. I, I didn't make a fucking bet. <laughs> um, God. But let's If I hadn't forward. already invested a year into the show, I'd quit and protest. <laughs> That's fine. And then come back a week later. You can still quit and protest. Oh, thanks. Is that your goal here is just to edge me out of the show? No, we would lose all of our listeners if you were not on the show. So. Wait, was that a cut? It came out of nowhere. It was um, a compliment. Yeah, what yeah. You know, spoonful of sugar, fistful of salt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kansas got a new offensive coordinator. This yep. week, we should probably talk about sports. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kansas, Wish we would. <laughs> yeah, Kansas got a new offensive coordinator this week. Uh, Brent Deerman uh, is is his name. We mm-hmm. fired Les Koning. Keening. Did we ever figure out how to pronounce that? I, we Koning. Um, I think it's Keening though. I f- I'm gonna go with Koning. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you know um, but Brent Deerman got hired on. He was the quarterbacks coach. Moved up. He has a little bit of history. With big D1 programs, uh, he worked at Auburn when Carrion Johnson was there. He worked under Gus Malzahn. Uh, he worked at Arkansas State. Uh, so he's had a little bit of experience working around the league. He was a head coach at uh, Bethel, which is an NAIA school. When he was the head coach there, they had the number one scoring offense in the NAIA. They averaged 55 points a game, uh, and they averaged 540 yards per game. Which is very impressive, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Uh, guys in the, on the team seem incredibly excited. He's I watched his press conference, his introductory press conference um, that Jayhawk Slant posted, and it. I mean, he seems just like a really genuine, down to earth guy. I think he's going to be amazing for recruiting. He's already out recruiting guys, and you know, making sure he's calling our recruits that we have in the pipeline and telling them, "Hey, just so you know." Uh, we still value you. We still want you at the school. This this change in offensive coordinator doesn't affect that at all. Uh, Les Miles referred to him as one of the brightest minds he's ever been around in college football. Jeez, what a compliment. I know. I And so I think that alone, vouching for someone on that level, he's, yeah. not, he's usually pretty spare on words. Yeah. <laughs> um, so being able to say that he's one of the brightest minds less has obviously worked around some amazing people. So yeah, of course. Um, I think that's huge. I'm very excited to see him coach. I don't think that we're going to get, and he even said it in the conference, a big complete shift in the offense. Like we're not going to see a bunch of things that are different, but I think, which makes sense, right? You've already installed the game plan. You don't need to completely yeah. break the wheel and try something new in the middle of the season. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think from everything we can tell, guys really like him. Uh, one of our uh, buddies who worked at uh, – sorry, geez, let me backtrack. One <laughs> of my buddies who worked on KU's team mm-hmm. uh, as an equipment manager said in the locker room, that dude's loved. Like there's a lot of love for him, and people are very, very excited within the organization, not just outside, but within the organization Ooh. on his hire. I like that we have sources. So. Yeah. So official. I know. That's crazy, right? Um, no, I'm really excited about it. I think it was time. Like, I think it made sense to make that change right. and to make it early. Right. And we talked about it, too. Coning always felt like kind of a placeholder. Yeah. 
like because we hired Chip Lindsay and then he got the head coach offer offer obviously at Troy right and left pretty quickly and Koning just sort of came in and and filled that gap for us because we were a little late in the year to be searching for yeah. a new OC so Brent Deerman him coming in I think that says a lot about their confidence in him to immediately move him he's new to the program he hasn't been here for a long time so to have that faith after a couple of weeks and seeing him through obviously the summer and the spring and knowing that he's yeah, he's young. He might be a little inex- unexperienced. Um, inexperienced. Inexperienced. Yeah. Jeez. I'm having a hard time talking today. <laughs> well, you had the right one, then you switched. Yeah. So I was just going to guide you back. Yeah, thanks. Kind <laughs> <laughs> of leading me down the path of correct grammar. Um, We're trying. He's, he's inexperienced in the fact that he's never led an offense at this level before. But I think his head coaching experience, obviously, is going to play a big role. His experience with Gus Malzahn is going to help a lot. I wonder um, how different it is. What do you mean? Like coaching at the level he did versus now. Oh, from like going from Bethel to Kansas? I mean, it's obviously going to be an adjustment, but I wonder like how major, like how much would that affect somebody? Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, obviously neither of us have coached that level. So any level. Yeah. Um, so we don't <laughs> hey, know. I coached but sixth grade volleyball one time, so I know what I'm talking there about. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh Emma, we could say that you've effectively molded the future. Oh yeah. Of no. The next I think at the very least that's what I did. <laughs> of course. Thank you. Uh thank you for your service. You've done a you've you done know, an amazing job. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Um but I I don't think it's gonna be a massive adjustment. I just think the pressures of being in a bigger program are a lot different. Yeah. Com- speaking from a completely inexperienced perspective sure are a lot different at a school like Kansas versus Bethel but I I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be able to adapt and and really honestly lead us to a, a better offense yeah he did talk a little bit about it he likes an RPO style he likes to run between the tackles um so I'm, I'm pumped I think it's gonna be really good yeah I'm excited to see a little shift there I think that's gonna be good and obviously was necessary right if you haven't seen his press conference there's an amazing bit about when he was playing football and how he like he got tackled and got speared in the back of the head and it broke his chin strap and opened up like a big hole in his ah. lip. Like just it's a it's yeah, a really Zach, this interesting is so story. funny. I mean <laughs> he was laughing and chuckling about it, so you know, more power to him. But yeah, that was a great catch. We're watching, <laughs> we have the Chiefs game on in the background. <laughs> Their tight end just made a sliding catch across the middle of the field. So. Not the Chiefs tight end. Not the Chiefs. Um, Sadly. But uh, I think he's going to be a great fit. I'm very excited. and it just, Yeah, for sure. I don't want to keep seeing those jokes of like, oh, hey, Kansas didn't lose this week. Oh, really? Who'd they play? No one. Ha ha. Like, I don't want to see that anymore. Can't lose on a bye week, Emma. Exactly. I don't want to see that anymore. Yeah. No. I, in... You know, you can write excuses and you could say, oh, well, we just need time to get more talent, which is true. Sure. Um, I think the coaching's there now. I think they're starting to solidify the staff. I hope he's a good enough fit to where he can stay at the university for four, five, six years. Yeah, of course. You know, at least. And I think he will be. Less has high praise for him, so that's good. We have our resident Florida State fan in the house. How was, how was your weekend, Michael? Just um, it was good. Uh, Florida lost, as expected. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's the only that's thing that happened. happened. Florida State didn't play this weekend, right? Uh, you know, kind of a scrimmage. They, oh, a scrimmage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, I would I would call it a, 
I mean, you're basically Clemson's practice squad, so congratulations. <laughs> Jesus, Zach. Um, that's a low blow. Um, yeah, and that's coming from Kansas fans, so. I, that's coming from a Kansas fan. Don't drag me into this. <laughs> all right, fair enough. I didn't say shit. Yeah, that, that, all right, that's fair. That's fair. That one's on me. Maybe a little uncalled for, but you know what? Maybe perfectly called for. <laughs> You're doubling down on it. I'm going to double down on it. Okay. Yeah. They were down 28 to zero with eight minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah. It was a bad game for Florida State. But um, you brought up earlier, <laughs> and I want to transition a little bit. Yeah, we're going to respect his privacy at this yeah. time. <laughs> um, transition over to Simone Biles. Yes. And what she had going on for her. So I saw a pretty cool USA Today article about this, um, and it was an opinion that she has, like, set the standard for not only gymnastics, but any other sport, which might be a bit of a stretch. But I'd say like, I'd lean towards Serena Williams a little bit, but... That's fair. Yeah. Um, but here's why. So on Sunday, she won titles on balance beam and floor exercises to make her the most decorated gymnast, male or female, at the World Championships. She Sheesh. has 25 medals, 19 of which are gold, including every single one she won this year team all around vault beam and floor it's the first time she's won five golds at worlds and obviously is going to spark conversation about the olympics all of those sound like things where i would break every bone in my body <laughs> yeah, I think even, it's safe to say. even attempting to <laughs> even looking at it i think something would pull <laughs> like i'd look at i'd look at what's the the uneven bars yeah look at those go nope shoulder's gonna rip out of place Probably. no chance i'm doing that so I'd I, like to see you tackle the balance beam, I think. <laughs> yeah. I freaks me out every time they do a backflip on it. Like they'll flip on it and just yeah, stick it. I'm not even move. It's terrifying. Um, but that is, that is so impressive. Obviously with Tokyo coming up, it's going to spark huge conversations around the expectations we are going to have for team USA. The expectations yeah. we're going to have for her. Obviously the bar has been set to where, is it fair to say for her anything short of, winning gold and taking gold in every event she competes in is it's kind of a letdown that feels like the expectation right now right and i don't know how entirely fair that is to her but when you become the most decorated gymnast at worlds and it's not even close right like that's crazy well it's kind of like phelps every time he got in the pool you just expected him to right. win and they, when he um, didn't it was kind of Really? Yeah, they're now comparing her to Michael Phelps or to Usain Bolt and like mm -hmm. those massive names where you go in and you're expecting a first place. Right. Well, I think it's I think it's safe to say it's deserved. Yeah. Obviously, 25 medals. And she has on the world She stage. has I think four different like things named after her in gymnastics. Holy crap. That like basically she is the only one who does. So not only is she a leader in the sport, but she's an innovator in the sport too. Right. Which is amazing. I do remember seeing um, I remember seeing a piece that was talking about her and they were basically saying the line I remember from it was she hasn't just, she's not taking what's already there and running with it and winning with the tools that are there. She's making her own tools. Right. And exactly. so that is to be able to come into a sport, especially like gymnastics and get really creative with it and have just the physical endurance, the physical strength to pull off some of these moves. Yeah. Because I've watched her routines and stuff like that. Yeah. Unreal. It's crazy. Like, there's no reason a human should be able to launch themselves in the air and do three backflips and then land. Yeah, her vault. moving a muscle. Um, if you haven't seen her vault, it's on our Twitter. I retweeted it on our page. Um, but it's amazing. Yeah. Like, you watch that and she's so high in the air that it, like, 
what does that do to your body? <laughs> like, it's oh, I can't be imagine. Crazy. Yeah, just the impact alone has got to be. I would, I would love to learn, and I don't know why, but I would love to learn when they come off the vault and stuff like that, and they stick a landing. How much force is going into the ground? It's got to be crazy. Oh, yeah. But that that's fantastic. I I mean, I'm so excited for the Olympics. Olympics are my favorite. One of my favorite sporting events. I'm going to say right up there with, for me, the NHL playoffs. Stuff yeah, like it's that. my favorite. Yeah, they're unreal. Like, I love, we all know how much I love postseason baseball. Winter or summer? Summer. Summer, okay. Yeah. I, I can't decide. I like really? both so much. And I think that's biased from being a hockey fan. Probably, stuff like that. yeah. But I have a hard time deciding on it. I like summer partially because I love to watch gymnastics mm-hmm. because it's kind of cool to like, I've never even attempted gymnastics and to watch someone be so spectacular yeah. and you just kind of sit there and you're like, wow, humans are crazy. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah. It's unreal. It's just, I don't know how you practice some of these things without getting hurt. Like, it's just gotta be awful. And like, there's right? so many, like I saw, um, that UCLA gymnast, and I can't remember her name, but she's known for her Michael Jackson floor routine that she yep. did. Um, but she talked about like Olympic training and how grueling that is on your body. Mm-hmm. And it was that routine that I just mentioned that like got her out of her slump and got her back into the sport because she right. loved it so much. And I just sat there and thought like, I don't even know how you can do that. Like, f- like rediscovering that passion just through like dancing and then doing some tumbling, like, Things like that. That's so cool to me. Yeah. But it's got to be so hard on your body training for the Olympics. Like, Mm -hmm. I think it's safe to say that's not easy. (laughs) No, no, it's not. Um, But it's fantastic. That's an incredible feat that she's achieved. I'm expecting her fully to keep adding to that. I I think it's safe to say, like we said earlier, the expectation is that she goes and wins everything she competes. And part of that is because she showed no signs of slowing down. Right. Like, she's done nothing on social media. Like, she took a vacation after the Olympics, but, like, very well deserved. Yeah. But she's done nothing to suggest that she's taking a break from the sport or that she's not still creating and doing all of these amazing things we've seen her do. Right. So now we're going in thinking whenever she steps up, we're going to see something amazing and special and unique. Well, and I feel like a lot of times, too, you see athletes come off these big wins, especially the Olympics, and they have a hard time almost getting back to that training routine because I feel like for some people, they've, they're like, I've achieved it now. Right. I've done what I wanted to do. It never seemed good enough for her. No, absolutely not. On any interview not. that you ever saw her go into, on any, in any of those moments, it never seemed like she was satisfied. She wanted yeah. more. And good for her. Yeah. Go after it. Get everything. So I'm even excited. If you, even if you look at the uneven bars, which I've also like retweeted on our account, that's not even her forte. And she's still... Better than everyone at it. Jeez. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's so know. impressive. Um, really quick, since the game is on, mm-hmm. let's transition. Because I don't think we talked about it last week. And I can't remember if we did. The Chiefs are in a duel right now with the Texans. Yeah. Absolute duel. It is 24 to 23. Texans are on the one-yard line. Um, and... Watching the Chiefs over the last couple of weeks, I think it's safe to say that they look like they are struggling right now. Like, truly, yeah. truly struggling. And not in a way where it's like, and I know people have been hurt, and I know they're not, you know, fully, no one's 100% in their offense. 
but it just nothing looks the same. I don't get the vibes that I got from last year where they looked unstoppable. They've I, started to look human. I would agree with that. Yeah. And, and I know having Hill back is going to help too. But from your perspective, watching them, it, do they, does it feel like they are still, I know they've got every tool, but they are achieving at a dominant level. It doesn't feel like last year did for me. Okay. But the expectation is there for every Chiefs fan that I know. Right. Everyone there is saying, we're going to be exactly as good as we were last year. If not better, we're going to win the Super Bowl. We're like, we're going to do all of these things. But looking at it, it doesn't look the same. I mean, even like Houston, Houston's three and two and like they're winning. Right. And it's like, we're not doing well. Yeah. They just threw a touchdown pass right there as we were talking. Yeah. So I just think it's more. It feels like a little bit of a hangover from last yeah. year, kind of. Yeah. Like, I know they have Because I don't loss. know if sluggish is the word, but, like, that's yeah. what comes to mind to me. No, I agree. It feels a little sluggish. And Mahomes, he's been really banged up. He's yeah. taken some shot. We saw his leg get bent earlier in this oh, game. Oh, he's real gross. Yeah, that, that looked bad. He hasn't had any semblance of protection. And he was sacked a few times, I think, yeah. in this game. Yeah, he's been he's been under pressure constantly. Right. It's we've been watching and their offensive line. I think this all the issues that they're having are starting at the offensive line. Yeah. Because I agree. they cannot protect him at all. Um he's getting pressured on every single snap that he's had so far. I mean at the end of the half there they had the uh the strip sack on him. Yeah. And they Houston recovered that uh fumble right away. So we'll see. We'll keep you posted. I don't know why that ca- it came to mind. Because it's on TV, but no, I mean that's fair. I think it's going to be interesting to observe over the next couple of weeks where they, where they start falling, and as we get into the mid, midpoint of the season, how they're looking. Because as the as you said, the expectation was, hey, they're good enough to go to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They should be in the Super Bowl. So we'll see. We'll see if it's their year still. Um, moving forward, we talked about this. I was out last night. Um, Obviously, you turned on the game, LSU versus Florida. Mm-hmm. Super anticipated matchup. It w- it was a fantastic game to a point. It was a shootout. It was twenty eight twenty eight when mm-hmm. I turned on the TV. <laughs> Jeez, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was a scoring barrage. I think yeah. it's safe to say because I got I think I got a Bleacher Report notification that was like. And like, this is crazy. Like there it's was just back and forth. And I was like, oh, that'll be fun. Like I'll watch it. I turn it on. And then all of a sudden LSU turns it on. <laughs> all of a sudden LSU was like, eh, we're going to win let's now. Stop, let's stop playing with our food. Basically <laughs> was what LSU said. <laughs> I really like, let's stop playing with our food. <laughs> Thanks. I liked it too. B- big fan of that. That was, that was really good. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was a very close game. Both teams looked very competitive. Um, a lot of people, surprisingly, and I don't know why this was, it, it might be historical perceptions or whatever, but a lot of people picked Florida to win this game. Really? I saw a lot I did of not. <laughs> on social media picking Florida. Like I saw some like journalists that were picking them to win this game. I'm like, they're going to Death Valley. Like, oh, also... Can we talk about that stadium? I oh, want to yeah. go so badly. It's an incredible atmosphere. I, re- I remember last night looking at that, and they were doing, like, this pan shot, like, the whole stadium. And I went, we got the booth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it made Fill me kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, 
granted, they have a little bit more to play for right now than we do. Sure. So the atmosphere is going to be a little different. I'm not even talking about atmosphere. I'm just talking about volume of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I would love to go see a game in Death Valley. Yeah. It, it It's one of – it's definitely a bucket list stadium for yeah, me. Yeah, it has to be. 100%. But uh, both Death, Val- Death Valleys, actually, Clemson and LSU are yeah. bucket list stadiums. Um, but I want to run this at you real quick. All right. So Trask, Florida's quarterback, mm-hmm. he was 23 of 39, 310 yards, three TDs, one interception. Pretty damn yeah. damn good game. Joe Burrow went <laughs> off. Okay. He was 21 of 24. So he only missed so not three. Great. <laughs> he only yeah, not great. He only missed three passes the entire that's game. Crazy. He had 293 yards, which you could argue, oh, that that's not that many, whatever. And three touchdowns. The LSU's running back had 13 carries for 134 yards and two TDs. Like Jesus, go off. Have yourself a day. They they. That is. Joe Burrow, I and I said it a couple episodes ago, he's my Heisman favorite. Yeah. He has to be at this point. He's done. To do that against that's, Florida, no, to that's only crazy. miss three passes, and he still was talking about the offense as if it was sluggish <laughs> and as if they weren't doing enough. I'm like, Joe, <laughs> what more could you have done? <laughs> you didn't do anything. You didn't turn over the ball. You didn't miss a pass. Your but that's team- but that's why he'll be successful, though. Right. Is because it's that Simone Biles mindset. That's fair. <laughs> Your team had 511 yards of total offense. Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. And they did it on a subs- on almost, looking at it here, almost 20 minutes less in possession. Florida had the ball for 38 minutes. LSU had the ball for 20. Oh, my God. Or 21. God. It just, that is the most, I'll say it's one of the most efficient games I've ever yeah. seen. That's crazy. Um, And it was an absolute shootout. So, LSU, title contender? Or, I, let me rephrase, title favorite. I don't know if I'd say favorite okay. yet. 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 I want to see how they play a little bit later in the season. Okay. Before I like go all in. But contender, absolutely. So left on the schedule for LSU. Mm-hmm. They've got games against Miss- – they're at Mississippi State, at home against Auburn, at Alabama, at Ole Miss, Arkansas, A&M. After the Auburn-Alabama games, I'll You'll let know. you know. So if they, if they go in and they knock off – Alabama. They go and they beat Alabama. Bama. They're my favorite. Yeah. Right. Obviously. I, and I think they're above Clemson at this point. I would have to agree with that. Right. As much as it pains me to say, because I like Clemson. Right. And everything I've seen from Clemson, though, this year, they're not the same team. Yeah. They don't look as good. Yeah, they beat the crap out of Florida State. But, I mean, Boise scored 40 on Florida State. So... <laughs> Michael from the other room like just 31. <laughs> um, so they don't look like the same team. I would say as of right now, unless Clemson loses, um, Final Four, LSU, Alabama, Michigan. Nope. <laughs> don't even don't even don't even play me like that. That's that's all sorts of messed up. <laughs> Um, oh really really that's all sort of messed up yeah 
All right. I'm going to file so. that one away for later. I would say so. <laughs> um, I would say LSU, Alabama is probably those two are going to make it in. Clemson, Ohio State, Oklahoma. I think, ooh, I don't know. God, I kind of hate the way they do playoffs because there's so many worthy teams. <laughs> yeah. That's why they need to expand it to eight teams. I agree. I would love an eight-team playoff. Um, Probably because then Michigan could make it in. Damn. Um, <laughs> honestly, the playoff I want to see is LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, um, and then Clemson. If Bama stayed out of the playoff this year, that would be fantastic. Yeah, I'd love that. But I think everyone would love that a little bit. Not that we're biased. <laughs> no. Or just don't like Bama. But not at all. Not at all. Not even a little. But uh, seeing those four teams, those are honestly my favorites to make it in. Uh, just because I'm kind of fingers crossed that Bama gets it knocked out. They get knocked off by LSU and then they don't win the SEC championship game. So I think if I had to choose right now, I would choose Bama over Oklahoma. Oh, yeah, I probably that's probably honestly more likely to happen. Yeah. But Oklahoma did beat Texas this week. That's true. Horns yeah. down. Horns down forever. <laughs> This is a this is a horns down podcast. So <laughs> it really is. If you're a Texas fan, just uh, horns down on out of here. One of my friends goes to ASU, and she said, uh, like she was at the game, and I said forks down, and she didn't get it, and I was really sad. Wow. Uh, I mean, but I did you really expect her to get that one? No, I didn't. <laughs> of, of all of of all of our friends, was <laughs> no. was she the she one? Wasn't, she wasn't the one where I was like, she's going to enjoy this. She knows what I'm talking about. No. Um, yeah, that great joke, but thanks. Wrong audience. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. That's what matters. <laughs> um, yeah. So it was a good week uh, of college football all around. I mean, there weren't really any major upsets outside of uh, South Carolina. Knocking yeah. off Georgia. Yep, that was the one. That was the one. Anyway. Are you happy that that was the anyway, one? Anyway, uh, thank you, you guys like for listening. Uh, I would really appreciate if you would follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Easy Sports Pod. Leave a rate and review for us on iTunes or any of those social media platforms. If you just want to blast us on Twitter, get after it. <laughs> get after it. Uh, really quick. World Series prediction. Who do you got? I have no idea yet. I want it. I want it to be the Astros, and I don't think it will be. Who Who do you think is gonna play? I I don't know yet. Nationals, Astros, Nationals, Yankees. I think it's gonna be Nationals, Yankees, and yeah. that's who I don't want to see. Yeah. It's kind of just a match. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I come really on. don't want it to be that, but I think that's what it's going to be. As long as the Cardinals don't make it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even a Cardinals fan, but I kind of want it just for Josh. You want it for Josh? I, I like Josh. Ugh. I want his teams to succeed, I but don't. I'm not a Cardinals fan. I, I've I've noticed that after all the fun he's made, like that he has shoved our way, right. and all the chaos he's shoved our way. Sure. For our sports teams. Right. Now we're going to support his. Listen. You're a better person than I. That's fair. <laughs> All right. That's, that's fair enough. Thank you so much for joining us on the Easy Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week with another episode, of course. Uh, like Emma said, leave us a review on iTunes if there's anything uh, you guys want to hear. Mitchell Smith, come back. Mitchell Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Let, 
Let me do know a review more. on Mitchell Smith. This I is need the eighth wonder of the world it for is. me. It truly is. Um, but thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you guys next week.